0: I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse, And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. There is a bunch of things that you really need to have on your website from day one, even if you're kind of trying to figure out what you're, what you're doing, what your purpose is. And we're going to chat about all those things today. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping
1: you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 131. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We would love to know what you think.
0: For today's episode, we're chatting about the things you need on your website from day one. There are just a certain number of things where, you know, even if you're just starting out, even if you're not entirely sure what your uh, your offer is completely These are the things that you definitely need to have. Um, But before we get into this
1: awesome show,
0: Jesse, what are you drinking today?
1: So we just had a weekend away and um, to one of my favorite places in upstate western New York, um, Ellicottville. It's Mm. where my husband grew up and they have a winery. And I found a bottle of blueberry wine, which I'd only had once when I was like in college from a local winery there and I've never been able to find like another bottle similar and so this one is so good it's sweet but not like too acidic it's perfect Mm. so yep been enjoying um that I probably have about one and a half glasses left to to work through
0: (laughs) then I think I'm just going to
1: like order some because it's you know it's an eight hour are you
0: gonna go to the box wine after this
1: I know. I can go back to Although it. this I one mean, is really good. So. Fancy.
0: Yeah. Getting fancy on me.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: I'm not I'm not getting fancy at all. Well, I guess it's somewhat fancy. The polar seltzer. I mean I should just get them to sponsor us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm having the cranberry raspberry flavor, which is new ish. And it's only supposedly sold at Market Basket, which I know you will not step foot in market nope. Basket. So
1: nope. I tried. <laughs> I tried this summer, I did or this spring, and yep, all set
0: <laughs> We are, I worked for Market Basket twice, both times lasting less than I think six months. Alex works there for like, I don't know, ten years or so. so we're we're kind yeah. of a market Basket family. So you know, yep, we're stuck. Yep. It's yep, it's stuck. um. So, but it's delicious, this thing. And that's because I'm obviously still not drinking because, dun, 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 I had a baby a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago. And um, I talked about that kind of in the last episode when I was sharing how I didn't do anything really that I had planned for my maternity leave to get my business kind of running on auto, autoplay. What do you call that? Auto command? Whatever. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, so I'm kind of still off the. Still get that. St- yeah, good. but we've got we got good. some we've got some events coming up later this summer and into the fall that I think that I'll have to relegate myself to uh, pumping and getting rid of some milk because I I haven't had a cocktail or anything in like a year and a half. Of course, yeah. that means I am gonna get so drunk on the first one, <laughs> just, <kidding. laughs> just a little tipsy. Um. All right. Well, we uh, as I said. There is a bunch of things that you really need to have on your website from day one, even if you're kind of trying to figure out what you're what you're doing, what your purpose is. Um, and we're going to chat about all those things today. And Jesse, I'm going to let you start it off. We're kind of going to go back and forth, not back and forth, but like you have some certain things that you know and you kind of are an expert in for websites and then I have a couple of things that I'm kind of like the resident expert in for a website so I'm gonna let you go first what is what is the first thing you need to have on your website from day one when you're create your own business
1: yeah well I will say you know there is the 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 philosophy that done is better than perfect. So, if you Very feel true. like any of these are going to be holding you back from actually launching your website, launch launch the thing. Just don't don't worry about it. But launch away. I, ideally, as you are planning your website and designing your website, whether with by yourself or with a designer, these are some of the must-haves that you should have ideally on day 1, but otherwise just launch the thing, okay? Don't stress about it. So, As Kate mentioned, I'm going to talk more on uh, my world of things, which is a little bit more of the visual content. So, um, you know, if you think about your website as, um, you know, from a sitemap perspective, you usually have your homepage, your services page, your about page, and like a contact page. At a minimum, those are kind of like the basic sort of pages that you want on your website. So thinking about the visual content that you want in terms of imagery... At a minimum, thinking about that about page, you want at least one headshot of yourself. So this doesn't mean that you need to go out and do a full-on branding session. If you have a photographer that can do a headshot, you want at least one good photo. And I'm not talking about taking that photo from that wedding that you were in 10 years ago and cropping out your other bridesmaids. I'm saying go get one that you actually are looking at the camera professionally in a controlled environment. So that's at a minimum you want that. Um, You know then working back to that services page that you may have you know, on your website, you will likely want some imagery that uh, either shows what you do, and this could be action shots, it could be um, you know branded stock images or images of you working. You'll wanna work with your brand photographer to figure out what makes sense for your brand. For an example, if you're an inter- interior designer, you may want to show your process working with your own clients. And maybe it's an image of you mood boarding, working with samples. Doesn't always have to be of your face, but you may want something that shows your process. So when you're thinking about your services page, how can you show that? And I know a lot of us now are online entrepreneurs. And so you may immediately go to the idea of, oh, a shot of me working on my laptop. There's not any issues with that, but. To show a little bit more connection, you may want to think about how you can pull what you actually do on your laptop into the real world. Again, you may do a lot of your design work on the computer, but if there's a way for you to physically sketch something or print something out, it makes it a little bit different and unique.
0: And we talked about this a little bit in episode 129, too, when you shared a little bit about going beyond the desk shots. So people should definitely check that episode out after this one, of course.
1: Yes, thank you for chiming in on that. So, the about page and the services page, those are two areas you definitely want photographic content. But then let's back it up a little bit to the home page. You definitely want to think about are you going to have a full page banner? Do you need that wide image shot? Will there be text over it? Thinking about, uh, you know, again, when you're capturing these images, maybe you're working with a photographer, shooting landscape, getting you a little bit off center if there is text, um, sort of that hero shot. What is that going to look like? And depending on what other content your homepage may have, you may want other pieces of content. For example, Penny Leadership, one of my clients, is really good about this. She has, um, she doesn't have a full banner width image at the top of her website, but she does have an image of her, followed by branded stock images. These are these can be flat lays. These can be detail shots of your props or, you know, processes that you have in place that are used in lieu of an image of you. Because again, you may not need an image of you in every single spot on your website. So we've covered the homepage. We've covered the about page. We've covered the services page. The contact page is another image, another opportunity for you to put an image of you again. Because if it is specifically, you know, and I'm, I'm all talking about this in the lens of a personal brand. So if people are about to get in touch with you, this is another opportunity for you to show another image of you. Otherwise, you can certainly keep it simple, make it the call to action, very clear of what that's supposed to be. Now, before Kate gets into some of the content, the non-visual content, I do want to touch upon a few other things that can influence the choices of your visual content, specifically the photographs. So, if you're working with a designer, colors is very important. So if you have a website that has a very distinct color palette, whatever photos you use, you want to make sure that they're going to align with that color palette. So things like outfits, what color are your outfits? Will it attract or detract to the color palette on your website and your brand? Or do you want to keep it a little bit more neutral to let the color on your website sort of show shine through? Um, Then again, uh, the location of your shoot can also have a big impact on reflecting uh, your brand, mission, values, aesthetic Uh, locations, for example, can be more contemporary, more modern, and if your brand is maybe a little bit more traditional or uh, Lux that may not be like a great idea. Or if you have a lot of like whites and neutrals and cream tones in your brand, you may not want to select a location that has a lot of greens, like outdoors or brick walls that are going to cast a lot of red. So thinking about your location as far as like color and aesthetics, props also uh, will add to your images. Specifically, the branded stock types of images that I talk a lot about. Um, and one of the things that people sometimes forget to think about when they're doing their inspiration, you know, cataloging for their photo shoot is looking at those images and understanding what about those images makes that image. So if you're on Pinterest and you love this, this shot of this like woman and she maybe she's sitting writing in her planner at her desk, like what else do you see in that image that sort of makes that image come to life sometimes it's flowers sometimes it's additional folios or notebooks or maybe the desk is really messy with a lot of paper maybe it's more clean so start to take note of like the visual inspiration and what it is about it that you're liking of a particular image and then lastly keeping in mind in general the layout of your website that may also help inform your photographic content Again, if you have a full width banner, you may want to make sure that your photographer shoots in landscape with room to crop. If there's a lot of square space or square type images, you want to keep that in mind. A brand photographer will keep that in mind when they're shooting. Whereas, you know, some other photographers that may not be as well versed in brand photography may not be thinking about that. So that's just one thing to think about when you're looking at, your, um, at hiring your brand photographer. So I know that was a lot to cover, but those are the things that I would focus on getting in place for your website. Again, Mm -hmm. if it's going to stress you out too much and you're like going to be held back for months on end, launch the thing, go fill the (laughs) images and later.
0: As it is, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, have I got all those things? Have I done all that? I think you that? do. I think and you know, do. Don't know. Yeah. Well, and, and I must say, I'm going to give a plug for your website and we will uh, link that up that you have some great um, blog posts that kind of relate to a lot of these points that you've made. Um, so I'll I'll make sure those are in the show notes because Jesse's blog really is full. And it's not just because I write the blog posts. It's because she came up with the ideas. Um really great branding tips um, specifically for your photos, but also just in general for your website. So that is a great resource there. Um, did I? Did you miss, did you, were you wrapped up? I don't want to.
1: I think that's it. I think you covered Okay. It. <clears throat> so okay. yeah, let's talk about, so that was all the visual piece and keeping the, okay. that in mind along with like the layout, let's talk about the content, the mm-hmm. non-visual content that you, well, you... are familiar with.
0: You mentioned the the pages that you must have, you really must have on your website. Um, and so I'm just going to start with the um, the, ho- the home page. And this doesn't necessarily what I'm going to talk about doesn't necessarily have to live on the home page. I just think that it is a great idea to have it there. Sometimes you can actually put it on the about page, which is the mission statement. Uh, and people people really stress themselves talking about stressing some themselves out about stuff people really stress themselves out about their mission statement they think it has to be some really profound um well statement (laughs) um it really doesn't have to be in fact it's probably a better idea if you just keep it simple um you want to let people know what you do and even more importantly what you can do for them, so as I said, that can be on your um main page, but you can also put it on your about me. Um, if my internet would actually, here we go. I was like, if my internet would actually let me go to my home page, um, I have, I actually used to have it on my home page, but I guess it moved. Okay, um, isn't that funny that I don't well, even know where it
1: is anymore? And, and uh, I, and think- I wonder too. Like for me, and maybe you can clarify. So for mm-hmm. me, on my homepage, I guess my mission statement could it also just be like a tagline? Yeah, because like, that's. Oh kind no, it of, doesn't I have think, to. It doesn't have to be like a. Def- you know, there used
0: to be all of these rules that you like. I know we're talking about must haves, right? But there used to be like you have to like state it in a certain way, like a, a sentence that is structured in a certain way. I think that you know what you have on your website is so clear. Um, It's obvious that you are a photographer, a brand photographer. You work mostly um, with small businesses, mostly personal brands. Um, So I don't necessarily think you have to have like, you know, mine, which is um, I help women, mostly mamas, live a luxe life on a budget. And I go into, you know, I also mention the fact that I, I specifically focus on travel and fashion. And, of course, I say already mostly mamas, which kind of implies the motherhood aspect of the blog. So you don't necessarily have to, you know, my mission statement or my mission is to do this for you. It can just be something like a, you know, this is what I do. You know, hope, hope you like it kind of thing. That makes um, sense. But that is definitely something that you should have because, again, you want to, you, it's, you have to walk this fine line when it comes to your website. I feel like where you're, you don't want to assume everybody knows everything. Like I had no idea what personal branding was until you told me what it was, but you also don't want to assume people are dumb and insult them. So there's this there's this kind of tightrope you have to walk between, you know, making sure that they understand what you do and who you are while not insulting their integrity. Uh, so that that probably stressed everybody out when I just was saying, you don't really have to stress out about this, Um but as I said, it can be a very just simple statement about what you do, what you want to do, especially since, you know, we're talking about this from day one, what your goal is um, with your website, your services, your offer. Um, and then, as I said, you can have that be on your homepage or you can have it be on your About Me page. And you t- touched on the About Me, obviously needing a headshot there, um, which is so important because you can write up a whole About Me page. But if there's no headshot and they can't see you, they're like, well, who that who really is this person? Um, so this is how people get to know you, your story, how you got to where you are or why they should trust you to solve a problem or an issue that they have. Like for me um, on my about me, which also has to be revamped, as I said, I'm rethinking everything on my website as we were putting this show together, um, you know i talk about the fact that i've always loved to travel that travel's kind of in my blood um where my you know my mom's traveled the world my nanny's traveled the world my nannies travel like it's it's just in that was always instilled in me um but i mentioned the fact that you know i'm also a mom And, you know, I'm trying to get my children on the road, and even though we just had the second baby. uh, So it's been a little limited lately. Uh, How I got to where I am, which is, you know, I was a journalist. Um, So obviously I love to write and I hopefully people think I can write. So that's why I write on my blog and why they should trust me, which is kind of relating back to how, you know, letting people know, like, here, I've been all of these places. I love to travel. This is what I do on my off time. And this is why you should, you should listen to my advice. Um, So that should be on your about page is, is all about you and why people should pay attention to you. Now, you actually didn't mention something that I think people need to have, which is a blog page. But Before people start like freaking out, because I know blogging, you know, so many people either they don't feel a blog is necessary, which I feel like we have touched upon a lot on this podcast and kind of proven that actually a blog can be very helpful to a um, a small bit, especially small businesses. Um, It can be a lot of people feel overwhelmed at the idea of keeping up a blog. I will just say, make sure that you have something available from day one. So you pick a website template that you could add a blog to or have a blog page um, eventually down the road. And then when you feel like you can either, A, take the time to actually put stuff on that blog on a consistent basis. And again, we have plenty of episodes um, on the show that talks about you know, best practices for blogging. I know Christine McShane was like episode 10 all the way back at the beginning. Um and she had a really good, she had some really good points about keeping up a blog and why it's important, but we've talked about it a number of times. Just search blog in our little show, um, show page. You even if you just make sure that you have it so that when it comes down the line, you can either A, keep it updated consistently yourself, or B, hire that workout to somebody who you, you know, know, like, and trust. There you go. Um, to do that for you, so that you can also be practicing uh, search engine optimization through your blog and not just your your static pages. That's going to keep your blog consi- your your website consistently updated, which Google likes. And again, you can check out web. You know, our other episodes on that to get more information on that whole thing. And then the other thing I will just say, and again, this this goes back to the theme. And I say theme, that means like how your page is laid out, your website's laid out. So whether you are picking a free theme off of WordPress or Squarespace, or you're buying a theme off of someplace like Tonic or Eclair Themes, or or you're working with an actual designer, you want to make sure that there is a place where you have links to your social media, because so many times I know Jesse and I, when we're when we get sent a pitch um, for a guest. While obviously their website is super important and I will argue it is the most important thing still that they have a web, a physical website online and they have a presence there and they keep it updated and it looks nice and it's obvious that they are an expert in their field. Social media does play such a big role in networking in business these days. So, so many times we'll get a pitch and we'll get an, and you know, somebody's website link, which is great, but then you don't see any kind of link to a social media. And then we have to go looking for it. And while Jesse and I will usually try to go looking for it, a lot of people might not take that time to actually go on to Instagram or Twitter or X or whatever it's called now or whatever social media platform that they find uh, most important. Um, they won't take the time to go and look you up. And then you may have lost out on an opportunity for one reason or another. So that is another thing I will say is to make sure that there's some place on your website that is pretty apparent and preferably on each page. So, you know, on your homepage, on your about me, on your blog posts, on your services page. And with my, I know with mine, um, in my theme, it's like right up at the top, uh, is where you can find all the links to my social media. Um, I have blog which I don't even know how many people use that. Um, I have a place, I have a little button to email me, my Facebook page, my Instagram and my Pinterest. And I'm sure eventually they'll be adding other things like TikTok and threads and all this kind of stuff as we go along. Um, So just making sure that you have that also is another thing that's kind of important these days. So um, yeah, I will say that from any, did I miss anything?
1: No, I was just going to say thank you for pointing out the blog thing because I do think that's a very, very important piece Mm. to have. And even if you just click, plan for it in the future. Yeah. It's huge. And again, when you start to create a larger content plan, which, you know, we're not going to talk about here today, but thinking about imagery that you can use in that, in that blog as well will be important. That to is a huge thing. That brand consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I think you covered it. So we talked about like the mission statement and tagline and really identifying, you know, what it is that you do the about me page you know how people then can get to know you especially this is especially important for pr- those personal brands um but even also yeah. non personal brands people want to know the origin of a of a company and you mm-hmm. know w- how they it doesn't have new. to
0: be an about me in terms of like a person it right. can be about the product and you know how it's evolved or become popular or what it does for people you know because again you want to, there is always that fine line that you have to walk between assuming Somebody doesn't know anything about you, your product, what you do, and then not wanting to insult them by dumbing it down too far. So um, that is that's a whole other topic, though, I must say. (laughs) Maybe that's another show we can focus on. But. No, I think this is a
1: pretty, I think this is a pretty good list. And I just, again, want to drive home. If you can't do it all at once, that's okay. Launch the thing. But in a perfect world, when you're starting to plan this, if you can gather all of this information, you're going to be in really good shape for making your website look polished, clean, professional, informative, Mm -hmm. and hopefully tell that story, reach those pain points and get get those inquiries.
0: And I'll I'll kind of, you know, piggyback off of that, Jesse, in that, you know, as I said, you don't necessarily have to start your blog right away. You can just, you know, just making sure that you have capabilities of having a blog. And the other thing is a website is changeable. You know, just just because you write a mission statement doesn't mean that mission statement can't change or evolve as time goes on and or, you know. Even you might one day set up your website and just kind of put something in there quick and then you actually have time to go back and like refine everything. So that's another point is that nothing while it's it's nice to have a polished website right off the bat so that people, again, feel like you are an expert in your field. There is nothing wrong with putting something in there and getting it launched, as you said, and then going back and refining the process. So there you go. All right. Well, if you missed anything, you can, of course, check out our show notes. Thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community. And you can follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation. We'd also love it if you would email us if you have an idea for a show or a guest or just want to say hi, Cocktails and Content Creation at gmail.com. I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me
1: on Instagram
0: at and co.
1: And I'm Jessie Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jessie Wyman Photos. And make sure to tune in next time for another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating.